men and women. It seeks to rip out, erase, and supplant the very foundations of practicality and reason. It seeks to erase us. We know this enemy. They have existed throughout time, and now they have come for us. And they have come for our children. We watch the clouds coalesce and gather. We watched them form for decades from a distance as they approached our borders. We heard the clap of thunder echo in our minds and rattle down through the halls of our capitals. We have, most of us, become complacent, unaware, and disengaged while the darkness grew and unfolded around us. Slowly, then all at once. This threat is real. What we face is a hurricane of deceit and moral decay with the goal of absolute power. We face a true battle of good versus evil. If we stand by and do nothing, evil will triumph. But that is not our fate. We are great men. We are great men with a great leader. A leader that loves this nation and what it has given back to him. A leader who seeks the same ideals as we do. Ideals of truth, liberty, and justice. He sees the greatness in us and the great potential in America and its future. He seeks to make America great again. This man will guide us, but he cannot do it alone. It takes every one of us alongside him. It takes work, it takes faith, and it takes resolve. Together we can fight this storm. We can fight and we will win. Unite now. Gather alongside him. Come together for this nation. Bear the colors of red, white, and blue that are woven into the fiber of this nation, saturated with the blood of patriots that came before us. Sacrifice your time. Sacrifice your effort to rebuild this nation together. Together we can save America. The America that lives in all of us. Trump. 2024. Winning, ladies and gentlemen. It means we hold ourselves and our government accountable. Welcome to the Rob Maynard Show live on Patriot.tv on this beautiful Wednesday. And welcome to our X-Spaces simulcast audience. Well, let me quote you somebody. We know that they are lying. They know that they are lying. They even know that we know they are lying. We also know that they know we know they are lying too. They of course know that we certainly know they know we know they are lying too as well, but they are still lying. In our country, the lie has become not just moral category, but the pillar industry of this country. 
That was Alexander Solzhenitsyn speaking about the Soviet Union and communism. And yet it sounds eerily like our government and society these days. The last few years revealed that the U.S. government agencies conveniently lie about, leave out, or obfuscate facts that are embarrassing to their organization or counter to whatever government narrative they challenge. The worst part is that information is intentionally hidden because it's some bureaucrat's opinion that the American people can't hear the information as it might get them stirred to act and end whatever policy driving the incidents or conditions concerned or threaten their funding. Well, we are acting on the truth, and that means we can and will win, whether it's the 2024 election or otherwise. I have two guests today, so we're stepping out of our comfort zone, folks. The first is Mr. Scott Pressler. Y'all know him. He's a Republican grassroots leader who helps us all cut through the noise and get focused on winning elections. And in the second half of the show, we've got a new player on the influencer scene, and he's known for his satirical approach to life and politics, the puppet mouthpiece for the people from the new DC After Dark show at DC Patriot, Puppet Carlson. So we will be hearing from him later. Scott, welcome back to the Rob Manus Show. And I think we've got you, got you by phone. Hi there. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we, we appreciate your uh, time, Scott. So uh, you are well known uh, for focusing on the serious nature of getting more ballots in the ballot box than, uh, than the other side these days. Uh, as a matter of fact, some say that you're the only Republican out there that's registering voters, building that registration base to overcome the Democrat registration base in places like Pennsylvania. Give us an update on what you've been up to uh, along those lines. Thank you. Well, 2022, and I'm not going to belabor the point of early voting, but we should have had a red tsunami that year. And, you know, for a variety of reasons, from the machines in Arizona to, you know, it's snowing on Election Day in Nevada to water main pipe break, you know, breaks in Georgia. The fact of the matter is, you know, so many things can go wrong on election day that it inspired me in 2023 to create my organization, Early Vote Action. That's earlyvoteaction.com. And so I'm focused on five states right now in particular. Those are Arizona, Nevada, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Because as the math of the Electoral College dictates, if we win those states, you know, we could lose Michigan. I hope we don't, but we could lose Georgia. But as long as we, we win those states that I mentioned, we win the presidency and we win the White House. So that's why I'm very focused on doing things uh, in particular in those states. So I got voter registration data from Pennsylvania yesterday, and we continue to make huge gains in PA. So the tweet that I put out today that I want people to reflect on for just a moment is, is thinking about numbers and context. So right now, the Democrats in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania have an advantage of 413,000 voters. Now, any normal person might be like, oh my gosh, 413, that's insurmountable, that's so many, you know, the Democrats, they're just clearly gonna win. But thinking in context, in the beginning of 2022, 
that number that I just said was 413,000 at the beginning of 2022 was 595,000, meaning that in just two short years, we have decreased the advantage of the Democrats in voter registration in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania by 182,000. And furthermore, I really want to put into context that these numbers that we're seeing right now are what Florida was in 2012. So 2024's Pennsylvania is 2012's Florida. And if we play our cards correctly, and if we focus on voter registration, and if we focus on an all of the above approach to voting, I do believe that we could transform Pennsylvania from a swing state into a red state in a very short amount of time. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that I've noticed uh, that you've been trying to get folks to focus on lately, especially in Pennsylvania, is hunters. Uh, and uh, and gun shows and registering voters there. Uh, why are you focusing on the hunters? Well, if every gun owner and every hunter actually voted in our elections, then we would win. And the reason why I, I say this with such certainty is look at Wisconsin, for example. I don't have the numbers for Pennsylvania is somewhere in writing. I've heard, for example, that 30% of Pennsylvania hunters, which would be 300,000 people, do not vote in our elections. But I do know with certainty that 40, 40, not 14, 40% of Wisconsin hunters do not vote. And in an election in 2020, where Joe Biden, and I use this word loosely, won the election by 20,000 votes, imagine we would never lose another statewide election if every hunter came out and voted and participated in Wisconsin elections. Governor Evers, the Democrat, would not be governor right now. And furthermore, we would have a conservative majority on the Supreme Court. And so one, one thing that I'm very focused on that this last weekend, two weekends ago, we were at three separate gun shows all across the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania at the same time from Monroeville, which is Pittsburgh, to Harrisburg, which is the center of the state, to the Philly Expo Center, which is in Phoenixville, just north of Philly. And this wasn't the PAGOP doing this. This wasn't the Republican Party. This was concerned citizens coming together that organized at the local level to make sure that we had a voter registration presence at gun shows. Because who is likely to register to vote at a gun show? Well, you're going to have Second Amendment supporters. You're going to have liberty-minded supporters. You're going to have people registering as Republicans. And so if people want to help, they can go to the website gunshowtrader.com, gunshowtrader, T-R-A-D-E-R, and you have every gun show for the entire United States for all 50 states for 2024. And that is power because that means that we need to contact those individual vendors, see if we can get permission to have a voter registration table, and, you know, shout out to Heather and Patriot Savvy that were just in Atlanta and we're going to have Kutztown uh, uh, this weekend in Pennsylvania that we're going to have a voter registration drive there as well. So uh, that's something that everybody can can help and be a part of this grassroots movement to register voters and win these states. 
Well, that is amazing. I wasn't aware of the numbers, especially in Wisconsin, Scott. Uh, well, let's go over to our Spaces audience. I take one question uh, every segment uh, from those folks over there. Our hosts are Shell, and uh, and today uh, we've got Brett, uh, who is a U.S. veteran, uh, hosting over there for us too. Uh, guys, uh, do you have a question for Scott? We don't have any hands up, Colonel, not at this time. Wow, that's amazing. Well, all right, we'll, we'll just continue, man. Uh, so the hunters, 40% in Wisconsin did not vote. Uh, so well, are not how registered. are we organizing? They're not registered to vote. They're not. So, they're how, not so we're registered. organizing through. Participate. I'm sorry, Scott, you broke up. Say that one more time. I said they're not even registered, meaning they don't even have the ability to participate, even if they wanted to vote in the election. So it's not that they're just not voting. They're not even registered, which shows uh, why this is so important, because if we actually registered these people, a person that registers to vote is 90 percent more likely to vote in the next upcoming election. So simply by even registering these people, getting pen on paper, getting them to sign that they are going to register to vote for an election, they are 90% more likely to vote in the upcoming 2024 presidential. That's why it's so important to do voter registration. Oh, it certainly is. Do you have any data that explains why they're not registered to vote? Well, have you, you know how... I mean, I, anecdotally, from talking to voters, you know how our people are, and I'm not saying this disrespectfully, but Second Amendment voters will say to me all the time, you know, um, let them try to take my gun out of my cold, dead hands. And, and while I respect yeah. that sentiment and I understand that sentiment, the fact of the matter is that, you know, the reason why we didn't have COVID like other states like Australia and Canada is because of our Second Amendment right. And so, therefore, if we want to protect ourselves from tyranny and dis dictatorial mandates, then we must not only have the Second Amendment, but we, we must defend the Second Amendment with our God-given right to vote. And so I think it's just a mentality that we have to shift of, yes, uh, the government, you know, is going to have a more difficult time coming after you if you have your Second Amendment. But if you want to protect your voting rights and gun rights, et cetera, we must also defend it by voting. Yeah, all you have to do is watch that cold open video uh, uh, from uh, the Trump team that I showed at the beginning of this to have a really quick understanding of why it's extremely important to protect your Second Amendment rights by voting in addition to having your firearms. So we've got to take our uh, commercial break, Scott. When we come back, we do have some hands up over in the spaces, so we'll take some questions uh, right when we come back from the commercial. Uh, and we'll continue this. And I do want to talk about the, the frame of mind that we need to have about getting our more of our ballots in the ballot box instead of just get out the vote uh, efforts, uh, because we need to have that mindset. It's the same mindset the other side has used to uh, win in the past and we got to catch up over it. We'll be right back with Scott Pressler on The Rob Mana Show Live, Patriot.tv. The world is about to shift. Banks are going cashless globally with the emergence of central bank digital currency, which will bring with it programmable money and the ability to turn on or off your purchasing power based on your digital social profile. 
It's like the equivalent of spyware in your bank account. You need to get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. at 877-547-5743. That's 877-KIRK-PHD. Welcome back to the Rob Manus Show on Patriot.tv Live. We're talking about holding ourselves and our government accountable, and that's how we win. And uh, our guest uh, this half hour is uh, Scott Pressler, uh, Republican and grassroots leader uh, that focuses on getting folks registered to vote, especially groups like gun owners and hunters and those kind of things. And, and the remarkable thing is, Scott, that uh, you, you've come up with some interesting and amazing numbers. The change you talked about in Pennsylvania itself uh, is just unbelievable, uh, but it's happening and it's happening because of hard work and holding yourself, me, and all of us accountable is the way to get that done. Well, we've got a question over in the uh, Spaces audience. Let's go ahead and take that question before we move on. Go ahead. Thank you very much, Shell. Thank you very much, Colonel Manis, and thank you very much for everything you do, Scott. I, I'm, I'm a big fan. I believe all the work you're doing. I'm trying to do it. Uh, the problem I'm having before I get to my question is um, is I, I, I'm involved in my local GOP right now, and I kind of explained a lot of the things that um, we're doing as a grassroots level, and some of the stuff has to do with you. Uh, they know of you. Some of them uh, follow you, actually. I haven't got them to come into these spaces yet to kind of learn more because I guess some people have the lives come before um, getting this grassroots effort to be effective. Uh, that being said, um, first question out of two very short questions. Uh, when you coming to uh, the Northern California region, um, I'm here up in Sonoma County, and it's, uh, it's a tough go trying to get um, – everybody's kind of on board where I'm at. But it's, it's tough getting the word out when you um, don't have sometimes the information like you guys have here. I'm trying, but um, just one person. But I really feel that what you're doing is needs to be heard by uh, simpler people like myself in this area. And I was wondering if there's a, a way that we could uh, uh, get the message or I could get the message out better here. Um, and then, uh, you know, I'm trying to figure out a way to explain it without sounding kind of crazy and like we got to do it now or else we're going to lose our country, which I think they're kind of like that. But I, I just don't I want to get across without sounding kind of nutty and uh, I appreciate everything you do. And I'll land it there. Maybe you can address that situation I'm having here. Thank you. Well, I, I don't think it's a bridge too far to say that if we don't win 2024, we will lose our country. I don't think that sounds nutty whatsoever. I mean, look at the fact that 7.2 million illegal aliens have crashed into our country since the Biden administration, the war with Ukraine, Hamas attacking Israel, inflation. I, I don't believe that, again, I think you are right to assert that if we don't win 2024, that it is a very real possibility that we will not be able to save our country. And I, in fact, in politics, I think that creating urgency is critical to lighting a fire under people's behinds to get them to actually take action. So I encourage you to create that urgency. And no one knows better than living in California, uh, the, the 
terrible policies of the Democrats that have led to decay in places like San Francisco and Los Angeles. Anyway, uh, I don't mean to, to say this callously, but my focus right now is not California. And I say that with love and respect. Again, I'm focused on Arizona, Nevada, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, because I'm understanding that if we don't win those states for the very reason that I just mentioned to you previously, we, we very may well not have a country to continue on in 2025 after the presidential election. Now, what I do encourage you to do is to lead by example. And so when you do things like voter registration and door knocking and whatever get out the vote activities that you're doing, I strongly encourage you to post about it, to please post pictures, to post a video. You know, there's this woman that popped up on my feed. Her name is Denise Aguilar, and she's running, I think, for state representative there in California. And the reason why I've even been brought, she's been brought to my attention is because I see that she's doing things like voter registration at churches and she's out knocking on doors and she's alerting people that, for example, I think yesterday was the last day to register to vote in the state of California. But I wouldn't have known about her had she had not been posting the great work that she's doing on social media. And so to anybody that's wondering how you can get more people to to take heart at what we should be doing. It's not that you're patting yourself on the back, but I need y'all to lead by example. And that's why when I'm out doing the gun shows, et cetera, this isn't the Scott Pressler show. I'm simply showing people what they can do in order to help save our country. So, I mean, you're, you're happy to direct message me. My direct messages are open. I'll see what I can do to help, but I have no promises right now about coming to California. That's a great answer to that question, Scott. You know, uh, as president of Mississippi's chapter of Veterans for America, First Veterans for Trump, we, we were organizing our volunteers to do phone calling into primary states uh, that are coming up, uh, you know, and once we get to the general, we're going to organize our phone calling into those swing states uh, is what we're going to do. And we're down here in Mississippi. Uh, uh, but we're also, we can also, uh, use your app. Uh, it's the, uh, early voting action app. Uh, isn't that right, Scott? Uh, or the website to, uh, to generate, uh, folks and help and tell folks where they can go to find out where they early vote, et cetera. How does that work exactly? Yeah. So, I mean, well, that, that's the exact correct strategy that with, with all due respect, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Idaho, we know electorally how those votes are going to those votes are going to go. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't focus our efforts on continuing to make those blood red stronghold states. But what I'm saying is we have to use our time efficiently and wisely, knowing that Mississippi is likely to vote for President Trump. So therefore, have Mississippi focus on Georgia or North Carolina or a similar state with similar culture. So for example, California, you know, in addition to protecting Michelle Steele and Young Kim and Garcia and Valadeo and making sure that we hold our congressional seats, well, I think it would be wise to have a similar state with a similar culture like Arizona or Nevada and have California maybe maybe help support those states by using my application that we have Dornakin available that if you are in the state of Arizona or Nevada, you can use that at this moment in time. We have it for all 50 states. But we also have phone calling available. We have text messaging available. We have postcards. I mean, I have this one woman um, in California 
that she has written postcards into Louisiana to help elect Governor Jeff Landry in the 2022 election. It was Californians that helped Louisiana get over the hump. And so that's something that everybody can do by going to their Google Play Store or their App Store. It's on both Android and iPhone. And again, it's called Early Vote Action. And this is not like the GOP where you need to have access. As soon as you put in your phone number and authenticate that you are not a robot, you have instant access to all this data because the Republican Party motto is keep it small, keep it all. And how we do things differently at early vote action is we want everybody to have this information so you can grow your precinct chair uh, volunteer base, that you can grow your congressional district or even help influence statewide elections. Uh, thank you for explaining that. That's fantastic. And that is exactly the, the point. That's what we need to do. Uh, and before I let you go, though, I want to talk about the mindset. You know, I was, I was given a speech to a group that was not a party group, but a, uh, a coalition of conservatives across the state uh, in Mississippi, where I lived last night. Uh, and what I tried to emphasize to them is that the mindset of just get, get your people out to go vote is old. And it's not serving us well on our side of the aisle when it comes to winning elections. The mindset, in my opinion, needs to be get your ballots, get as many of your ballots in that ballot box as early and as often as you can so you can overwhelm the other side's use of the same tactics and techniques. Uh, I think that you're following that same line of reasoning based on our experiences from 2020, 2022, et cetera. Uh, but what are your thoughts on that uh, as we go to close out this half hour with you, Scott? I mean, th this is about winning, guys. And I understand that some people are hesitant to vote on Election Day, etc. But this is about the most important election of our lives. So you need to have some sort of plan B. You know, in 2023 in Pennsylvania, I had people that would message me two days prior to Election Day. Scott, my my whole family got COVID. How can we vote? Scott, my husband, who's the breadwinner, had to go out of state. How can he vote? Scott, my ma fell and I had to travel to California to take care of her. Scott, my girls have earaches. You know, their life happens and the Democrats are going to use every tool to their advantage in order to win this election because I, they clearly care more about power than they do people. But we need to have that same urgency when it comes to our elections and knowing that it's not just getting out to vote, but we must also increase the electorate by going to places like RodeoUSA.com. And you're going to have every rodeo for the entire United States by going to GunshowTrader.com. Again, you're going to have every gun show for the entire United States. And I need you guys to reach out to your churches as well, because 30% of evangelicals do not vote. And if we got every evangelical actually to the polls and had them vote their values, we again would win every single presidential election and statewide election. And so I, if you guys are interested in helping run a voter registration drive, if you have something like a crawfish festival, or if your priest or your uh, rabbi allows you to do voter registration during service, you let me know and I will help walk you through the process. Direct message me at Scott Pressler. I will help you walk through whatever your state processes are on the legalities of voter registration, and I will even help recruit volunteers for you. It's very easy. All I have to do is put out a tweet and say, hey, we're going to have in Tulsa, Oklahoma, 
uh, voter registration at church and we need some volunteers. I will help make sure that you are not going alone through this process. See, that's the kind of work uh, and, the, and the kind of holding ourselves accountable uh, that results in winning, Scott. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we have, uh, our Spaces hosts have been posting uh, the websites uh, and uh, the app name uh, uh, in, in the space, and it's captured on the video here. So when the show gets published uh, for the long term, uh, it'll be there. Uh, the only thing we haven't talked about is uh, what's your Twitter handle uh, and uh, are your DMs open? I think you mentioned it, but I just wanted to make sure uh, that folks know what your coordinates are on Twitter X. Yeah, my Twitter is at Scott Pressler, S-C-O-T-T-P-R-E-S-1-S-L-E-R. And yes, my direct messages are open. And I do not only check my inbox, but my, my spam box folder as well. If for some reason uh, the new Twitter doesn't allow you to message me because you're not verified or whatever, or if you're having any problem, then you can just reply to one of my tweets and say, Scott, you know, follow me. I, I'm trying to send you a message or whatever. I'm, I'm pretty interactive when it comes to Twitter. Well, thank you very much, sir. We appreciate your time. I know you're busy, so get back out there and we'll get you as many volunteers to help uh, as we possibly can. Uh, we're certainly doing that thing down here in Mississippi and we'll keep doing it. Uh, Scott Pressler, ladies and gentlemen, that's how we hold ourselves accountable to win. Well, next up is Puppet Carlson, a new influencer on the scene uh, that's known for his satire. And we're going to talk about organizations like the FBI hiding key facts from the American people about public safety incidents and those kinds of things and work through his message using his satire ability to hold the government accountable. I'm Rob Manus at Patriot.TV. We'll be right back. What if this happened to you when you're alone? Or what if it happened here? With MedGuard Alert, you're never alone. You can connect with medical professionals anywhere, anytime. And now MedGuard is introducing our exclusive new CareWatch. If you need help quickly, use it from anywhere to contact medical professionals. No cell phone required. The CareWatch is not only a life-saving medical alert device, it's a revolutionary health monitoring system that checks your blood pressure, heart rate, oxygen saturation, and much more. And here's the best part. If you have Medicaid, you may qualify to get your care watch for free. The care watch is only available through MedGuard Alert. Call us right now. We have monitoring programs starting as low as a dollar a day. The call is free. Activation is free. Shipping is free. And no contract is required. Remember, with Medicaid, you may qualify to get your care watch for free. Don't wait. Call us to get your care watch right now. Operators are standing by. The woman who opened fire inside a Houston megachurch had a history of mental illness. She was shot and killed by off-duty officers, and her son was caught in the crossfire. Fox 4's Paige Ellenberger here with the latest on the investigation. Paige. And police are still working to figure out why 36-year-old Genesee Moreno went to Lakewood Church in Houston. They believe she had no connection to it. She had an AR-15 rifle under her trench coat and her 7-year-old son by her side. Police say she forced her way inside of the church on Sunday afternoon. Once inside, she began shooting in a hallway. 
She was met by a TABC agent and an HPD officer who were both off-duty and working security. They opened fire and she was shot and killed. Her son was also hit. He's currently in the hospital in critical condition. The rifle Moreno used during that shooting had a sticker on it with the word Palestine. Police also found anti-Semitic writings at her home. They believe these will play a key part in figuring out why exactly she did this. We do believe that there was a familial dispute that has taken place between uh, her ex-husband and her ex-husband's family, and some of those individuals are of uh, are Jewish. So we believe that that is might might possibly be where all of this stems from. In the past, Moreno has used multiple names, including Jeffrey Escalante. Police say she also has a history of mental illness. Court records reveal Child Protective Services investigated Moreno several times. She was accused of neglect and abuse, but a court gave her custody of her son two years ago. The seven-year-old's grandmother told our sister station in Houston that she thinks CPS failed the child. CPS says it can't comment on the investigations. Investigators also say she had a lengthy criminal record, including assault, drugs, and weapons charges. She did legally purchase the firearm used in the shooting back in December. Police say they're working to find out how she was able to do that. For a good day, I'm Paige Ellenberger. Welcome back to the Rob Maynard Show live on Patriot.tv. And we're talking about holding ourselves and our government accountable uh, this day on Wednesday, and our next guest is uh, is a new influencer on the scene. He's the puppet's mouthpiece of the people, and he's from DC After Dark uh, with Matt Couch and David Pollock, uh, a brand new show that's out there from DC Patriot, uh, which has been retooled and is getting out to millions every day. And his name is Puppet Carlson. Puppet. Welcome to the Rob Manis Show for the first time. Hey, thanks for having me, Colonel. I appreciate you having me on today. Oh, it's fantastic. Thank you for such short notice. Folks, it was a short notice scheduling hit uh, today. But, you know, what do you think about, uh, you know, that opening clip there? Uh, I call it the disappearing transgender terrorist, anti-Israel, anti-Christian, illegal alien shooter story. What do you think about our government hiding that? Because it's disappeared completely. Well, you know, first of all, I love that name. It's a, it's a great name. You ought to throw in like uh, UFOs in there too somehow. I don't, I don't know. And Kennedy assassination, something, you know, because it's just so good. We should just add to it. But yeah, I was taken aback by that because of what you said about the lies. I mean, the lies and the lies and the lies and the lies. And they know you're lying. We know they're lying. And they... That is so true, and yet the lies continue. So it really then falls back on people like us who have a microphone and an audience to start telling the truth, right? Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Uh, and, and, you know, the reason why this is a first for us is I like to use humor, but my, my sense of humor is terrible. I'm too old and crotchety. Uh, so I need somebody as a guest that I can get on the show every once in a while that uses uh, satire and humor to get the point across, man. And, and uh, that's why I so appreciate you you coming on. And and it's the lies and the lies, and they know that we know they're lying. That piece that you picked up on from Solzhenitsyn, uh, 
all of us on this side, and when I say this side, I mean Americans that believe in the Declaration of Independence values, the Constitution of the United States that, that should be the law of the land, and it should be executed by our government employees, uh, whether they're elected, appointed, or hired. Uh, uh, and it's not, and they themselves lie to us every single day. And, and this short clip there is a prime example of that because when asked, when we ask about the questions, and when I say we, I'm talking about independent media like us, uh, uh, Puppet, what do we get back? Silence or more lies? How do we hold them accountable uh, even more effectively than what you and I are doing? Well, I think that at some point, our appointed leaders have to stand up for us. And unfortunately, there are too many Republicans in power, in politics, that are just not the the mouthpiece of our of the people. That's why I am the people, the puppet's people, the people's puppet. <laughs> I am the people's puppet. I'm the mouthpiece for to say the things that most people are thinking but are unwilling to say. And I think that we have to get our leaders to start saying the things that we're thinking. Otherwise, we can't make action happen where it matters. We can create a groundswell, which I think we're we're doing. And, you know, Scott Pressler was just talking about he's the king of the groundswell. Uh, but at some point, to get stuff to actually happen, our leaders have to have our best interest in mind and have to take the actions that we just can't take. Oh, you're absolutely right, my friend. Well, we, we've got our live audience over on Spaces that uh, uh, that have some questions. So I want to give them an opportunity to ask you a question since this is your sure. first time on the show. Especially. Uh, you know, so, you said uh, I, I was able to jump in short notice. And, you know, the reason why is I'm typically just sitting around in the trunk, you know. <laughs> absolutely. I have noticed you got a suit coat on or a blazer or whatever those things are called. And uh, I think, oh, and a tie, too. Outstanding, my friend. Uh, so let's I think go that you copied my outfit. <laughs> well, you didn't know I was going to wear a tie because I just started. My my lovely bride has convinced me that I should wear a tie on my own show uh, these days. So uh, let's take a question from the live audience over there. Shell and Brett are our hosts. Uh, who's got the question? We've got Philip. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Yeah, are you uh, bringing me up or? Yeah, uh, yes, go okay. ahead with your question. My question is this. Um, since the Democratic Party has become the party of anti-America, anti-Israel, Jew-hating pieces of garbage they are, you know, not understanding American history, not understanding global history, how the hell do we get our people who have been so comfortable for so many years, and this is what I think a part of it is, is that uh, what brought about this blue wave, basically, in my opinion, is the ability to one, uh, dumb people down, uh, get them fat and lazy and complacent, uh, create a crisis to take people out of work, create uh, to create other crises, to create... Um, racial division and hate mm -hmm. ride that division and hate to the point that uh, uh, we're so balkanized like the Balkans were that we we, we can't even put together a, a straightforward government 
I, I feel as if we're we're living in a, have a question, Europe. Philip. Yeah, the question is, I feel we live in a European uh, democracy right now, and not a constitutional republic. How do we change this? And how do we change the hearts and minds of our own damn people? Because that's what we have to do. We have to get people away from this. Uh, you're a tranny. You're this. You're that, and all the other garbage. You know, we got to start focusing on what's real. And I think that is getting people back to work uh, and, and putting a message of prosperity out and American growth and American in, in, into initiative. I, I think what is it going to take to prevent another theft of election is my question. How do we prevent that? And the only way I think we can is if everyone gets to the polls. But I have a funny feeling they're going to pull another pandemic on us. Well, uh I'll let Puppet answer you first, and then I'll weigh in, uh, uh, and I appreciate the question. Go ahead, Puppet. Yeah, thank you, thank you. There, there was a lot there to unpack. Um, uh, it was Aristotle who said the uh, last virtue of a dying nation or society is um, tolerance and apathy, and I think that's where we've gotten. We have a tolerance and apathy toward politics and toward doing the things that are necessary to keep our country and the values that we hold so dear alive. And I think one of the ways that we're going to get back to where we were, where we is causing people to see how politics affects them directly on the things that they care about most, and then getting them interested in paying attention to what's going on. Those numbers that Scott Pressler said earlier about the numbers of people that are not registered to vote is staggering. That's astounding. And I just did not realize those numbers were so large. And that just shows the apathy uh, that were, that I mentioned earlier, that apathy of not even being involved in the process is crazy. See, before people want they that's why the um, ability to vote is a right, because people just were so desirous of it. Now we just take it for granted. And I think we got to get back to the idea that this is a powerful opportunity for us as the people of this country to direct the values of this country. And we have to put it in perspective of what people care about so that they get interested and excited about voting. Oh, absolutely right. Now, and I would just add, Puppet, that, uh, you know, none of us are denying that the uh, the mountain that has to be climbed uh, is very high. Look, the, the U.S. government uh, elected, appointed and hired uh, employees, uh, the intelligence uh, community, uh, the corporate media, uh, the social media corporations, oligarchs are all arrayed in a indoctrination effort that's been going on for decades. It, even before things like social media existed, we now know. Well, and I say that as somebody system. that, yeah, I say that as somebody that served in the government for 32 and a half years of my life in the federal government, in the Department of Defense as a, as a commissioned officer for most of that time. Uh, so uh, now we see it. We can use our abilities to overcome it, as Puppet was just talking about, and get positive. This show today, I, I chose to put it together like this because, yeah, the task is daunting, but this is a positive approach to getting people excited there. 
Stop saying things. And I was talking to a group last night in Mississippi. Stop believing that election or your votes don't matter. That is not true, folks. Go out there and get more of our ballots in the ballot box. Mark the correct candidates than their side is doing. And then when you're done doing it early, go get 10 more people and then go get 10 more people and keep doing it until the polls close on election day. But start as soon as it's possible to start whatever state you're in, because we can do this. This is about the ruin and destruction of the Republic. We already are not in that Republic. Well, we've got to take a break uh, puppet. We'll be right back uh, to talk some more about how the government's lying to us we can hold them accountable, and we can meet this daunting task of recovering the Constitutional Republic of the United States. I'll be right back on Patriot.tv. When I grow up, I want to work for a woke company. Like super woke. When I grow up, when I grow up, I want to be hired based on what I look like rather than my skills. I want to be judged by my political beliefs. I want to get promoted based on my chromosomes. When I grow up, I want to be offended by my coworkers and walk around the office on eggshells and have my words policed by HR. Words like grandfather, peanut gallery, long time no see, no can do. When I grow up, I want to be obsessed with emotional safety and do workplace sensitivity training all day long. When I grow up, I want to climb the corporate ladder. Just by following the crowd. I want to be a conformist. I want to weaponize my pronouns. What are pronouns? It's time to grow up and get back to work. Introducing the number one woke-free job board in America, redballoon.work. And they're not naming the shooters. And I've heard people say, oh, well, it's because they're juveniles, because they're they're under 18, you know, they don't want to bring that in. They've only been suspected. Excuse me, excuse me. No. Because we know that the Kansas City media in particular has has made an issue of someone who's underage recently. And who was that? Oh, yes, that's right. His name was Holden Armenta. Remember Holden Armenta, the nine-year-old Kansas City Chiefs fan who dared to wear a headdress, to dare to paint his face in the colors of the team. One of the colors happened to be black. The entire media went after him. The entire media named Holden Armenta. The entire media made a huge issue out of this. But yet when it comes to the people who actually, by the way, for doing nothing wrong other than rooting for his team, right? It was a, per a perceived thought crime. They were able to, they were named, they named him, they went after him and performed actual defamation per se. We saw this with Nick Salmon, who was a minor. And of course we saw this with who? Oh, right. Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't remember anyone caring that Kyle Rittenhouse was named, even though he was a minor, but all, but you can shoot up the Super Bowl parade, shoot up the Super Bowl parade in a city in our country's heartland. And the media won't talk about it. Taylor Swift, I'll give her credit, $100,000 to the victim's family. Great job. Ann Coulter brought this up, and Van Jones kind of smiled and nodded on Bill Maher, and she was saying, look, the reason they're doing this is because it's not white and it doesn't fit the narrative. The narrative that white people are the problem, the narrative that MAGA is the Welcome back to the Rob Manus Show live on Patriot.tv. And uh, that was our friend Jack Posobiec over on Real America's Voice talking about the latest government lying 
And it always involves, seems to involve the FBI. Uh, and we're talking with our brand new guest, Puppet Carlson, the puppet mouthpiece of the people, uh, about this issue as he speaks to us through his voice and the voice of the people about this ridiculousness. Uh, puppet, uh, you know, uh, you're part of a new, uh, a new uh, media adventure over at DC Patriot. I mentioned DC After Dark in the uh, opening monologue for this and Real America's Voice with Posobiec there. I mean, he's uh, they're probably the biggest independent media uh, uh, channel there is. Patriot.tv is now live. Uh, we haven't even done our hard launch yet, uh, so we're growing very rapidly. And I know you guys have retooled over at DC Patriot, uh, but these are the ways really that we're going to hold the government accountable and force them to tell the truth and the facts, isn't it? I mean, because that's just despicable. I mean, even about the Super Bowl parade, the disappearing gangster shooters that killed a, a mom uh, and, uh, uh, it, you know, an injured 22, a lot of, large portion of them kids. We can't even have a Super Bowl victory parade, for God's sake, because of uh, these criminals. But we don't want to talk about them. The government doesn't want us to know. Well, you know, the the problem, the bigger problem, I think, even, Colonel, is that they they want us to know, but they only want us to know the stuff that they want us to know. And then they leave out the stuff that actually is important. Like even that clip that you showed um, before the uh, the last break. Where they were talking, the person had a rap sheet and a, and was mentally ill and all this. But really, it was all about the shooting and the shooter. But really what it should have been about was the system falling apart and the problem with we have with mental illness in this country and how these people who need help are actually causing these issues, not guns, right? So the leading with the guns rather than the people problem, the real problem. And that's what they do all the time. They they focus on the wrong things. They hide the right facts and and lead with the wrong facts so that they can make their point. Uh, and of course, this happens in all politics, but man, the left is just so so good at it and consistently do that to gaslight the American people. That stuff has to stop. Yeah. And, it, and it's. Go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah. And I was just going to point out again, like I did yesterday, uh, that that clip, I'm purposely taking them from local TV stations because a lot of people, including myself before about a year ago, used to say, well, the local news, they, they just put out the facts. Uh, you know, but they obviously aren't that that clip didn't mention that 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 person, the shooter in Houston was an illegal alien, too, uh, which prevents us from having the, a, a cogent, uh, logical debate about securing our southern border from the invasion that's occurring there and, and also being able to have policies that do that and maybe even prevent that crime from ever happening in the first place, in addition to addressing mental health uh uh, the the whole transgender thing is one huge portion of the mental health problem. We've had five or six transgender terrorists shoot up uh, places like schools and those kinds of things uh, here in the, just the last few months, and the media disappears it. It disappears it. Well, tell the folks what you guys over at DC Patriot have going on, uh, Puppet. I want to give you a chance to, to do a shameless push uh, an advertisement for that because it's very important that we continue adding uh, capabilities to the independent 
reporting and fact-finding and fact-reporting to the American people so folks can make up their own minds about what's really happening. Well, yep, we've got Matt Couch and we've got David Pollack, and uh, now I'm over there writing at DC Patriot, and um, we've launched a new podcast, DC After Dark. Uh, David Pollack has his own show, so we've got multiple shows on our on our network right now, and um, we're going to be adding more voices as well. We are putting up content uh, daily articles, breaking news constantly over at DC Patriot and uh, pushing it out on our socials. So you can go check us out over there. I'm on all of the social media sites at Puppet Carlson, so you can follow me. Of course, my goal is to add a little levity and satire and humor to the discussion and the dialogue, because in my opinion, that if that there's also an attack on comedy and an attack on laughter and an attack on levity in this country. And I'm trying to cut through the clutter by bringing a little bit of uh, sarcasm and satire to, to the table to hopefully capture some people that may not be paying attention to politics. Um, and maybe we can, we can get them to open their eyes and see what we're doing and then maybe even register to vote how about that and then vote uh republican so we can actually make some change in this country you know we've got meme teams out there like dilly's meme team putting out some funny content out on the web and that's the kind of thing that i'm trying to continue doing uh over at the D dc patriot well that's fantastic well uh, man i thought you were the straight man over uh, uh over there so let me ask you a softball question uh who is sure. the straight man? Is it Couch or Pollock? Uh, it's definitely Couch, uh, Pollock. Dave Pollock is the straight <laughs> man over there. He's, you know, he's got to stick up his butt. And, uh, you know, <laughs> my job is to try to help him pull it out. And uh, maybe one day we can get him to have a little bit of a personality. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, I, uh, well, he turned me down on the short notice today, and I understand it. But I'll get him back on, and we'll have him uh, be able to do a retort. We've got one more hand up in the live audience. Uh, well, you got uh, the better uh, end of uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> let's uh, let's take that last question for, before we close okay. out the show. Go ahead, uh, Shell and Brett. Go ahead, Philip. I'm sorry, I was away from the uh, phone for a minute. My apology. Uh, my other question. We got is, all day, don't worry. Go ahead, Philip. We got all day, he said. Is there any way we could uh, stop this? Uh, all right, what about schools? How do we affect the change in schools? Would a moment of silence actually help? After the roll is called, Colonel. Well, uh, my opinion is that we bring prayer back into schools and, and the ability to study things like the Holy Bible. Well, I, but, but I have uh, an opposition to that part. I and, don't have uh, an opposition to a moment of well, silence. Well, you asked the question. Let me answer it. Uh, <laughs> Squelch is my uh, shell. Uh, so Puppet can go ahead and answer the question. Uh, and uh, then we can move on. Go ahead, Puppet. Yeah, I think that... Um moment of silence prayer in school is good but this really comes down to the same thing if you want real change we have to change the leadership and so that requires voting that requires people registering to vote and voters voting to get these liberals out of our school board our superintendents our classrooms and get real american first 
teachers and uh, school leaders in the position so we can get rid of this woke uh, ideology from our schools and begin to teach our kids how to love our country again. That's the thing that doesn't happen here any longer that used to happen in this country, in this great country, when we knew what our uh, what a value of our nation was that happens all over the world in other countries. You know, you're new, you're not even going to be you're not even allowed to talk bad about the country in other countries. Uh, we should definitely be encouraging it here. Well, yeah, and you know, there's a, a big story going on right now, puppet. Uh, before I close out here with you, uh, and that is the attack on Christian Christianity here in the United States. Russ Vogt, who's a friend of our show and a friend of ours, uh, is being attacked because uh, he has the audacity to say that uh, that uh, Christianity and Juda Judaism were, were part of the founding of this nation, and we need to get back to that. Uh, just like the caller there, you know. I get it, but you asked me the question. I'm going to answer your question. We really should be allowed to study the Holy Bible and other religious manuscripts in schools, in public schools. Uh, not allowing that and not allowing prayer is part of the reason why our kids hate the United States of America because it was founded on Judeo-Christian values, and that's what the Constitution and Declaration is all about. Puppet, thanks for joining us today. Go ahead and give folks where your coordinates are one more time uh, so they can get out there and subscribe to what you guys are doing. Thank you. Thank you. You can uh, find me at Puppet Carlson. Uh, you can find us, the DC Patriot, dcpatriot.com, and on Twitter at DC, uh, my DC Patriot, at my DC Patriot, if you want to follow us on X. Well, thank you, my friend. And you owe me a whole show uh, with your feedback and your insights into the Tucker Carlson interview of the Russian president, uh, and I'm going to hold well, you to that. Well, I will that. absolutely no, do that. I've no. been training my protege, Tucker Carlson, for a long time, and, and I was really proud of that inter interview, and I, I, I snuck along in the suitcase, so I have a lot of insight there. I know you do. That's why we're going to do it uh, soon. Uh, we'll, we've been setting that up, folks. Well, that was Puppet Carlson uh, from DC Patriot and DC After Dark joining us today to talk about holding ourselves and our government accountable and winning back the Republic of the United States of America. I'm Rob Manus at Patriot.TV Live. We'll see you tomorrow. It's Truth Thursday. we got a great guest coming up, and I look forward to seeing you again.